Thank you for tuning in to the Repairs of the Breach podcast. We pray that this message reach, repair, and restore as our pastor, Calvin King, delivers a message from God. All right, let's lighten it up a little bit. More than enough. Is God against Christians having more money than what is needed to exist? Is it? Is he against you having more money than what you need? He just wants your needs met, and that's it. He wants you to have one. You got to use it for it. You got to use it for it. Well, let me ask you this. If it takes you $100,000 to get your needs met, that ought to be enough. You shouldn't want no more, right? Oh, you didn't say that. So, so would you want more? Absolutely. Well, would God want you to have more? I mean, you got $100,000, your needs are met. Now, God wants you to get more? You hear this? Oh, he's the God of what? So that means God wants you to have more than just your little needs met. If you're thinking that $100,000 is going to do it, God said, I want you to have a million. Because you don't serve a stingy God. The Bible say that the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and the day. He said the cattle on a thousand hills belongs to me. All the gold and all. God is not poor. We just have a poor mentality. And because we saw what money did to the people, we shy away from it and don't want people to think that we want more of it. I don't fault the preacher who, who got all this gold and these big fans that rains on and, and doing all that. I don't fault them. It was just in them. I always ask God. I say, God, don't let me have to depend on the church. Give me a source that I can still get what I want to get without depending on the church. And God gave my own business. Now I got to depend on God even more because there's no roof over my head. See, when I worked for a, a, a company, I had a roof on my head. I, what I thought, it was an artificial roof, but it was no roof. Because I expected them to give me a paycheck every Friday. But when I quit my job, they were no longer there. Now I have an open heaven. And I'm telling you, it is so much better living in an open heaven than having a roof over my head. Because all they gave me was a roof. God gave me a promise that he would never leave me nor forsake me. Now when I read in the Bible, he said that I didn't give you this. I didn't. He said because I'm your possession. God is my possession. Hey, anyway. All right. So, so is God against Christians having more money than what is needed or what they have to get by? Okay. I think the problem could be that it's not so much as God's concerned about how much money we have. I think he's more concerned about what that money would do and lead us astray or away from him. Okay? And I'll get a little bit more deeper into this as we go forward. I'm not going to keep you here long, but I'm going to, you know, we're going to talk. All right. God wants you to have plenty. 2 Corinthians 9 and 8 says this. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. Did you hear that? Are you hearing this? God said he's going to supply you generously, provide you all. God 
God going to give you all you need. Then, once you got all you, all you need, then, once you got all you need, then, once you have generously all you need, provide all you need, then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over. God wants you to not only have your bills paid, he wants you to be able to pay somebody else's bill. He sent you to the earth to be a blessing. You are in the kingdom. Kingdom kids, you ought to have more than enough. So, Pastor, why are you telling me this? Because I want you to use your faith now to take it out of the money and put it in what God said. God said, I want you to have more than enough. Now you start looking for ways to get more than enough. What you do, how I look for it, simple. Operating kingdom principle. How do I operate and what principle? Walk upright. If I do what God told me to do, his kingdom is that he wants me to have plenty left over. So I don't know how the money going to come in, but baby, look out. It's on its way. And I'm not running after it. It's running after me. I'm just trying to find out who I'm going to bless. Everybody got need, but I got to be now sensitive to the spirit. I got to discern that. Because I know I'm going to bless somebody, but I just want to who it's going to be. Now I can walk in the spirit, and I can just feel who needs it. Amen. I said, some of y'all turn on y'all spirit right now. I feel it. See, no, uh-uh. I'm trying to teach you how to be that person, not to be that receiver. We've been receiving for so long, we don't know nothing about giving. You're more blessed to give than to receive. I'm trying to get you to put your faith out there so you'll know how to walk in this thing so when the money come up on you, it don't attach itself to you because you know you're going to do something with it. You're going to bless those in the kingdom. You hear me? Put your faith in God's word, not in your money. God said, I'm going to generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need. Everything you need. Everything you need. Put your faith in this. Stop putting your faith in what the world's showing you. Put your faith in what God said. God said, I want you to have plenty left over. He wants you to have plenty left over. And can he do it? Is there anything too hard for God? Grow up. You're multi-talented. You just don't know it. Remember when I gave you this scripture, 2 Peter 1 and 3? According as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. That glory and virtue, walking upright, that knowledge is the knowledge of him. That's what I'm giving you right now. The fact that God wants you to know, he wants you to have more than enough. So if you got a business, God want to bring more clients to you. If you have a job, God want to elevate you. He want to put you on top. You know what? It's not hard in these days to move up. All you got to do is do right. Folks will elevate you. They looking for leaders. Amen. They looking for somebody who will take on their business. They, they want to retire. They can't because they don't have nobody to take over the leadership. And God ready to put you in a CEO position, but you, you can't see it. Be faithful. And God can elevate you. He's already given you, has already given you everything that pertains to life in God. And watch this. But first you must seek the kingdom of God. God's way of doing things. 
And then all these things that you want, the nice house, the car, the influence, all that stuff, it will come upon you. It will be added to you. Why? Why is God doing this? Why is he giving me the power to get wealth? Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Miss King. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. You hear that? Why is God giving me the extra money? Why is God giving me the power to get wealth? Why? Some of your powers are in your hand. Some of your powers are in your mind. Some of the powers is, is all over. It's you. Okay? God gives you power. I, 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 I see people sometimes that struggle. You know the people that struggle the most? People who got multiple gifts. People can do this, they can do that, they can do that, they can do that, and they find out not knowing what to do. Because they can do so much. Well, much is given, much more is required. Those people need prayer because they are anointed. They're anointed to do anything, and they don't know what to put their hands to. And they look back, everything they put their hand to prosper. So what they have to do is learn how to be faithful at what God called them to do. Do that one thing, do that one thing. No, no, they got to do all these other things. And all I'm working for, I was like that. The last ministry I was, I was in, I was the assistant pastor. I was, a, I was over the Family Life Center. I was a dean over the school. I was, I was, I was over the gym. I, was, I mean, it's just go ahead, overseeing the youth ministry. All these things. But we're like a rabbit. Running all over the place. Couldn't get nothing together. I work on this for a little while. I work on this for a little while. Because what I didn't have was administrative skills. I had all the talents. But nothing to hone them in. People talk to me, and I'd be talking about the weather's real good. Ooh, it's burning up in hell. <coughs> what? Because I go from one to that. Y'all know, I'll be preaching to y'all, and I'll be on one thing, and then next thing I'll run up another rabbit. Okay, you ain't have to laugh that loud. <laughs> Come out of her. <laughs> That'd be a devil. All right. <laughs> No, it's the truth. She grew up, she was in the ministry with me. She know I'm all over the place. Hey, this past week, I, they said they weren't going to do the marriage thing. Then the next thing, I done grabbed it. I done ran all over it. I done hurt people, people crying and everything. And I'm looking, what's wrong with you? I made a decision. Well, you didn't, what? Put your feelings in your pocket. Come on, let's go do this. Amen. Everybody can't turn on a dime. Because I can chase five rabbits. Those does not mean that you wouldn't have chased all five of them. Because it's my perception, I'm thinking that you're in it with me. And your feelings are hurt when I shift and turn, because you can't shift and turn like that. So what God has given you, you got to be faithful over what you got. You can't want what I got. You may think you could do so much better if you was in my position. But you can only want that one rabbit. And that one demon will be enough to whoop you while all these other demons waiting on their chance to tag out. It's something about me God created me. You can cuss me out, and I can still take you out to lunch. I can cuss you out and still, well, I won't cuss you out, but I can say something ugly to you and still take you out to lunch. It's something about me that I just don't, it just don't register. I don't know why. My wife, she can think so deeply about stuff, and I'm like, Psh, really? I've been left that alone. When they said it, I left it. I don't know. It's something in me. And some of you all out there, you know what? It's going to mess you up when I say this. But I understand Donald Trump. 
You don't understand me. Because watch this. That, that, he's just wild. He just get out there and just do it. Without thought. Without any thought, he'll just do it. I understand it. Call me crazy. Indifferent. Or just different. But I look at that boy and say, you know what? He got some sanguine and he got some authority. And them two don't always go together. Because I'm sanguine and I got some authority. I'd have been, I, I do something out of, out of spark at the moment, but it lasts for a lifetime. I'm like, whoa. So there's some people out there that are, that are not like you. And all money and power does is bring it to the... Donald Trump just out there on the, on the greatest stage. Everybody can see it now. If you put me on a stage like that, y'all probably embarrassed me. That boy said, what? <laughs> he did what? He's my pastor. That's why God might be that. Say, you ain't ready for no big stage yet because I got to get a lot of stuff out you. you say whatever. And you hurt anybody. And I don't mean to do it, but I just, it don't bother me. All right. But anyway, God said, I've given you the power to get wealth. Why? That he may establish his covenant that he swore to his fathers, to your father. God wants you to have money because he has his name, his word on the line. That's how bad he wants you to get some wealth. Because he swore by it. Can you get it? See, if you're sitting there thinking about your condition right now in your situation, that's your problem. You're thinking. God wants to do it. How's he going to do it? That's not up to you. All you have to do is walk up right before him. Your faith is not in your hands on what you can do. Your faith is in a rest work. God said there's a day and time, a time coming where you will enter into his rest, where he's going to do stuff through you. The Bible says you live in houses that you didn't build. Stuff's going to happen to you that you're going to get the benefit out of somebody else's labor, in other words. He already told you that the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the righteous, for the just. God got a way of getting it to you, but you can't shut down your brain on how to do it. I'm giving you the power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your father as it is to this day. It's still available. And I'm going to walk in mine. I'm just not going to be high-minded when I get it. I'm going to stay calm. I'm going to stay collected. I'm going to still be nice. I'm going to still bless you. I'm going to still take you out to dinner. I'm going to take you out to lunch. I'm going to pay for your food. I ain't letting you pay for nothing. All right? Because I'm, I'm a kingdom's kid. I, I don't know. It's something about me. I love paying for your food, but it burns me up when you have to pay for mine. It's something about me that's like that. I just, somebody, how many of y'all ever went out to dinner or lunch with me? Have, have y'all ever paid for my food? No. It's just high-minded. I fight this thing real hard. Real hard. Because I grew up not letting nobody do nothing for me. My mom always said, boy, you want something, get it done yourself. And now it's hard for me to let people give me. That's why in the church, y'all used to give me money and say, oh, don't do it. Put it in the offering. I was cutting off your blessing. And it's still hard for me to do it now. Somebody cut me to lunch the other day. And I said, no, nah, they said, I'm going to pay for this. 
And they told the, the, the waiter, I'm going to pay for this. You know what I did? I went and washed my hand, gave my card to the waiter, and said, take care of that. I messed, you messed up too. You just don't want me to know it. You have issues too. All right. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17, 17 through 19. Real Char quick, Miss King. Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who have given us richly all things to enjoy, that they do good, and that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute. You hear that? You hear that? He said, charge them who are rich in this world. God don't mind you being rich. He just don't want you to be high-minded. You hear me? God does not mind you being rich. He just don't want you to get high-minded. That you're looking down on people who are poor. That you don't help them and try to bless them. I want people to be, be blessed. You walk with me, I want you to have the same opportunity I have. I want you to argue about who's going to pay this meal. Not, Pastor, can you take us out to dinner and you're hoping I'm going to pay your meal? No. No. I want people who are in my circle who are just saying, you know what, I'm going to figure out a way to get this thing paid for. That's when you know that you're on the right road, that you're living in the kingdom. You're trying to be a blessing. You're not trying to receive. We got too many receivers. You got to learn how to be the blessing. God promised Abraham, he said, I'm going to make you a blessing. High-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches. We'll deal with that. But in the living God. You trust in who? The living God. Not your money, but to the living God. Who give richly. Why trust in the living God? Because he gives you richly all things to enjoy. Miss King, do you, do you enjoy your new car? I enjoy my new truck. I enjoy new clothes. I enjoy new shoes. I enjoy a new belt around my waist. Anybody here don't like new things? Exactly. God wants you to have them. Amen. He wants you to have them. Because it makes you feel better. It makes you feel like you're a child of the kingdom. It makes you feel like you have a God on your side. Uh-huh. See, y'all just thought God was just a spiritual guy who sat in the sky. No, God said, look, I walk with you. I walk among you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I'm tired of you making me look bad. I'm not broke. It's going to shock some of y'all when y'all get to heaven. You say, the streets made of go. Woo! God give you everything richness to enjoy that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute. God wants you to be able to distribute some of this stuff that he's given you. Set up your own dis distribution system. Some of you just don't know it. But God said, wherever you place your feet on, I'll give it to you. Uh -huh. You go in there and you're looking at a used car. God said, I didn't send you to a used lot. I sent you to this lot so you can think about owning the whole lot. Stop thinking narrow-minded. God, how can I do this? How can I make this happen for me? In the kingdom, you got faith. Faith is much more important than gold. So take that faith and say, how can I get this? How can I have this nice house? How can I have this, these, these nice clothes? How can I have this? God don't mind you having this. 
God don't mind you walking around in some gators. You don't mind that. If you get a shoe, you got to get the belt. Huh? Watch? Ring? Come on, wallet? Match? You hear me? You don't serve no fake God. You don't have to have no fake Rolex. You're not fake. I'm going too far now. I know it. I'm just telling you. At all that, it won't satisfy you. All the money in the world should not. If you are at a point where money satisfies you, something is wrong. Because the only thing that can satisfy you is God. The only thing that can satisfy you. That's why I get money. It don't matter to me. If I got it, good. If I don't, so what? I'm still happy. I can't control myself when it comes to folks. I'll be around folks and I'll just be, my antenna be out so, and I have money in my pocket, but by the time I get to the end of that door, I don't have a dime. That's why I have to stop having money in my pocket because I can't control myself. I just want to bless everybody. I look at you and your head looking down. I'm like, you need some money? And you ain't going to say no. Don't you want to get to a point where you have to put limits on yourself? Amen. That you can flow and you can bless and you can, you can, you know what, today is the day. I'm going to bless somebody. God, how much of a blessing you want me to be? Is it a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars? God, what do I need to put in my pocket today? Someday I just come out with my checkbook. I call folks to the office and say, Come on, look, y'all, get around here. Let me, let me just, I just start writing, writing out checks. Oh, I messed it up, baby. Messed it up too bad. I'm sorry. Watch, God. God, God. I'm trying to tell you that this thing works without making you greedy and without making you come to me because I cannot be your God. I know what God's doing in my life. And why is he doing it? Because I've been faithful over a few things. I've been walking up right before God. I've been trying to do it right. Do I get tempted? Heck yeah. Do I yield to it? No, no. Because I know what God got for me. And I'm not going to give it up for Even though my mind tells me, you can hear that, my body says, no, you can't. <laughs> my wife says, you surely can't. All right? That's, look, y'all, once you start walking in the kingdom, you got too much at stake. God now has begun to back you up. So why would you forfeit that over some carnal stuff? When you say, I love you more than anything, do you really? Because now you're in a world where the devil's going to bring everything to you to see if he did it to Jesus. You know he's going to do it to you. That's why God asked the question, what would a man give in exchange for his own soul? What is your soul value to you? My soul is to him and to him only. If you'd like to learn more about the repairs of the breach ministry, 
please visit us at rotbchurch.org. Want to stay connected to the church updates and news? Text ROTB to 24587. 24587. Thank you for listening and may God bless you.